It's not of this world. Okay. So like aliens? No. The aliens are in this world. Like another dimension kind <laughs> dimension, of thing? Absolutely. Like a fifth dimension of the group. The fifth, the fifth this dimension. is the tenth dimension. They're my fifth. Oh my god, that's but so this, many dimensions. This is so freaking weird. I will sentence them to death, but execute them when they fully comprehend and are remorseful and crying for their victim. For the victim, not himself. And shut up. You said enough already. I kind of feel like we're podcasting from an elevator. Just let it sink in. Let's just soak in. We should podcast from the elevator. That's a good idea. Yeah. What? Hello, and welcome to the Vinyl Countdown. Uh, I'm Squidpod Jewel. I'm uh, Robocop Craig. I am Picard102. Mike? Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of something funny to say. McNiblet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Energy. I need some energy. Uh, energy. Okay. Is there so coffee beer here? Yeah, okay. Uh, beer just... energy. That's good. That's a good one. Let me uh, throw this up there. Is anyone feeling a little bit of uh, nostalgia, a little a little sadness that this is our last time at the uh, Imperial? A little bit, yeah. Well, aren't we coming back no, on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> or is this some kind of is this some kind of Saskatchewan Sam style like skit you're trying to set up? No, I mean this about? is the last time no, we're going. Exactly. I'm not setting up anything, but I'm just saying you know we're switching locations is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what do you, how do you guys feel about it? Much that? cooler location. We'll try to keep that down. What can I say? I like the people here, just not the food and atmosphere. Yeah. But, you know, life has changed, Michael. Life has changed. Everything changes. Nothing stays the same. Nothing ever. So true. That's how it is. I'm happy because I get to stumble a much shorter distance home. Yeah, I won't even need to take a streetcar after drinking a bunch of beer. Yeah, yeah. you just walk. Street. Keith, you too. You walk with yep. it. Looks like it's about a 20 minute walk for me from my new place. So not bad. Not too bad. It's about the you could take the streetcar, you could walk, depending on the weather. So it's Think close it. for everyone. Uh, <laughs> for and if it's not close nobody. for anyone and they just don't really feel like showing up, I mean, we would all understand. <laughs> Alright, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, just kidding, because we love you. And your parties. I heard, uh, I heard, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, so I, heard uh, I made the right choice on Friday. Yeah, we had an anti-party. Well, the thing is, well, we, I mean, Keith didn't even really want to go by the time we were there. So we probably I mean, could have warmed our way in. It's this whole thing for the Junos, and it was at uh, the beer market on King Street downtown, and it was like, you know, the place is it's a little fancy-ish. It's, you know, I remember Brad would always take me to the one by my old house, and it's, I don't know, it's like he doesn't realize how much they were charging for beer, like a beer that would cost two fifty at an the beer at, market's not cheap. At anywhere else was like, yeah, it's just like six bucks. I don't know. It was, it was sucked. I don't have money. I'm glad we don't go there anymore. But, I don't know, this whole thing, it seemed a little frou-frou, and it's some kind of fucking Juno event for some band we don't even know. We have no reason to be there. Those parties were going on all over the city on Friday and Saturday, so it was like, because I, I went to the hotel to meet my buddy who uh, was in town, and there was a Juno party happening there. I was like, it would be kind of funny if this is like where my other friends were showing up. Right. Of course it wasn't. Well, basically, as soon as we ran into any quick any problems, like we just talked to the lady and she didn't seem to see us on a list. That's you can even look at the list. <laughs> That's true, I guess. But I'm not. I mean, if we Are you guys I'm sure... dressed like this, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, I understand. Though. No, and, uh, we were dressed okay. We were dressed like. Well, I, just I, making we were... a joke. See, the people on the internet 
they can't see how you're dressed. Okay. It's all, they, they look fine. Yeah. Gay clowns. Yeah. yeah. So we totally look like. Well, yeah, me and Picard were dressed okay, but, but uh, yeah. McNally was an insane clown posse. Full attire with makeup and everything. So. Yeah. I see, you're not on the list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was just not willing to make any effort. I don't, I just don't give a fuck. Instead, I just hung out with, with Mike and Picard and we talked about Smallville for a couple hours. To me, that was awesome. That was way more fun. Like, if we did get in, then what are we going to do? Some weird, awkward thing where it's all the music's loud and I don't know anyone. That's not fun. It's not even fun. And then you just hang out with each other except you have to scream. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go make friends and, like, mingle. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we don't make friends, obviously. We, yeah. the no. we make enemies. That's no. what we do. Yeah, Friday, uh, my buddy Scott is in town from Calgary for two weeks. So uh, cool. I had sort of plans with him, and then I got the invite to the Juno party. So I was like, Scott, I'm going to a Juno party. Screw you. And he was like, you're a douchebag. So Wait, we're going like, to oh. a Juno party? No, on Friday, you were going to last Friday. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, I ended up bailing on uh, my vinyl countdown buddies because I see them every week as opposed to Scott, who I see every year or two. So I hung out with him. Well, if he was a better friend, he'd move close to you. Yeah. But yeah, no, you didn't miss anything except our delightful conversation. His friend Curtis, though, is one of these people who drinks to the max. Like, there's, you're not drinking or you're drinking everything. And to he, the max. Yeah. I like that thing. <laughs> and he kept ordering, like, rounds of shots when we were at dinner. Like, I think I had three shots of tequila at dinner and, like, a polar bear and a, a liquid cocaine all at dinner. What? Okay, I'm out of touch. Yeah, I don't know what... What are those, those two are. things? A uh, polar bear is... It's I like an know. after eight. It's, like, very yes, minty. It's, minty. Like, it's, like, heavily heavy on the creme de menthe oh, side. Sorry. And then okay. liquid cocaine is, I think... Uh, creme de menthe and gasoline? No. no. Gold, uh, Gold Slogger and tequila, I think. No. I don't think so. Oh, I forget Gold it. Like, Gold and Jager, Gold Slogger and Jager. That's what it is. That's okay. what it is. So, yeah, five shots at dinner. And this guy just ordered them all. He wasn't like, hey, guys, would you like shots? Would you like another round? No, he's just like, four more shots here. And, uh, yeah, then at the end of when the bill comes, he's like, so we're all splitting this, right, guys? <laughs> are you kidding me? Shots are fucking insane, too. Like, what is a shot? Like, four or five bucks? Yeah. yeah something like that. They, they weren't cheap at this place, either. Like, no, it doesn't seem like a shot should be that expensive to me. It seems like it should be, like, two bucks. Maybe three. That's kind of an asshole move, though. It is an he asshole. kept ordering the shots, and then he's and like, then he's like, like so it wasn't, it wasn't. What if you couldn't afford it? Like, it, he didn't give yeah. you the choice to not. Fuck this guy. No, seriously, yeah. fuck this guy. That's I mean, murder. It was, it was a fun night. All right, <laughs> Curtis from Georgetown. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I, I know you drink. I know you drink to myself, the max. But the five of us, new enemy made. Ching. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have a friend in Calgary, uh, Shane Scott. Hey, what's up? Uh, what a he, dick! Yeah. New uh, enemy made. <laughs> He's a. Uh, he worked on the rigs. Picard, you suck. New enemy made. Sorry. We need a bell to ring. Like new enemy made. <laughs> Bing. But he would do it right. He would just like order a, a round of shots and then and like then pay for it and right? then pay for it. Yeah. And he would do it all night. And I was just like, yeah, Curtis would have been a really cool dude if that's what he decided to do. Yeah, shots are fun, but yeah, at a bar I just can't justify it. Like uh, that was Keith Malley's party secret for party super parties in New York. Honestly, was without because Hemda was like, "How do I run a party? What am I supposed to do?" And he's like, "Anytime you question like what's the next step as a host, just pour a round of shots. And if you're at home, sure, that's great fun. Everyone's watching TV, everyone's getting drunk, but yeah, at a bar you just you just can't. It's too no. expensive. It's way too expensive. Yeah, it was not a cheap night. Man, I remember there were times too where other people would be sensible, relic or whoever. <laughs> yeah, this music is like. Did you ever consider you might have uh, artistic leanings? To order for our free test guide and. We'll let you know. I'm not afraid blah, blah, blah. anymore. You know what? Whatever happened to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to saxophone? It's rightly so. was crammed up everyone from the 80s' ass and never came back. Yeah. Michael. 
It's, it's very twisty shaped and cramped up an ass, too. you ever hear, well, I was just going to say, when uh, people stopped wanting the shots, like Relic would be like, I don't need this, I would drink everyone's extra shots. I got pretty drunk sometimes. But Sorry, uh, uh, Keith, uh, Craig's the first one to spill beer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Playing bingo at home. Yeah, with the saxophone thing, it really is my least favorite instrument. I fucking hate it. But there's like... What about the piccolo? That's pretty weak. No, it's way better because you can do some... Uh, you know, Peter and the Bear, Peter and the Wolf shit with that in an oboe. See, I'd say I like I like a horn section, but uh, just saxophone on its own. What's one thing I always thought was very interesting is if you dig up the demos for Pretty Hate Machine, the first Nine Inch Nails album, there's this bootleg called Purest Feeling, and it's the same songs, but with, like, saxophone and shit in them. It was just pure 80s, and it's it's awesome because you can see the jump from the 80s to the 90s, where at some point in there he was like, this is not going to last, this is not timeless, this is the decade that we're leaving. This is the gay decade. Yeah, what am I doing? And he just made it into I mean he didn't it, obviously industrial was already around but just it's interesting to see that thought process happen where he's like if, if I put this out I'm dead this is it <laughs> and, and he changed it and here we are now this is why we're leaving this bar uh, yeah. one of the reasons <laughs> yeah. the jazz masters so wow. pizza let's get this going let's talk about some pizza this I've, is, I've been waiting for this this moment. isn't great oh. at all but it's all I got so, you know, uh, here, like, a pitcher, like, when uh, when Brian was on our show and he ordered a pitcher for himself, and the lady made him take two cups, because he had to pretend it wasn't just for him, <laughs> you know, like, how they won't serve you a pitcher. They should do that with extra-large pizzas. Because me and Mike, I've been saying at Mike's because of uh, moving between places. We got this coupon for, like, half off... Because of poverty, you mean. Half off, uh, yeah, I guess, sure. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh... We got a coupon for 50% off an extra large pizza. And there was just the two of us. The guy, I feel like, should have said something where he should be like, is it just you two guys? Like, do you, do you have some more friends at home? Because you don't need an extra large pizza just <laughs> I have a responsibility to the How big is this safety. extra large? We ate like the, the size of the table? Except no, no two, offense, pizza, but, but two pieces. Honestly, you two guys showing up and ordering two extra large pizzas... No problem. But you got two if extra. I show no, it's just one. And another fat dude. Right. That's where you have the responsibility. I guess, but it's the yeah. Thing one is, extra large between the two of you should be easy. Yeah, well, it fun. wasn't because it started. Well, maybe off, a couple slices left over, but it started off so delicious, and then we just couldn't stop eating it, and we both just felt horrifyingly sick for the whole rest of the night. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's not. That's all I got. I'm wow, sorry. Fascinating. It's an, all right. Episode, bitch cake. Grab a slice. Yeah. <laughs> episode. Next episode. On a roll. It's a all good right. thing our guest didn't come. Nailed that one. I'm gonna have to pull out the dreaded notes. So this is this is like the game now. We got a minute for my my phone to be okay, well, before my terrible about, notes. Uh, I've been dating a girl for a couple weeks, and I actually made the mistake of uh, introducing her to the show. <laughs> and I kind of like I kind of deep down I think we all knew it was gonna happen, right? Like you, you you're, I, I'm proud that you're proud of the show, and you can't help but. I'm proud everyone. of the show, and and not only that, but you know, someone that I'm going to be with for a long time has to have the same sense of humor as me. Like, I'm not actually going to how long is a bunch like, of Asians? Sure, right? three months, four months, a season. I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> see how it goes. Twenty nine episodes. Would you yes. like to leave any messages for her? Like, oh baby, you're so cute, and I like what a vagina. You're so pretty. You're so yeah. This is the kind of stuff I'm not going to bring up on the podcast because I would like it to carry on. <laughs> Well, we were saying earlier that like any any girls who would listen to this podcast are cool. Well, we also thought that you know, for to date, uh, it would 
scare them off entirely. Well, yeah, so that's why I was worried. So if she's not scared off, then, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like a, a, it's like a test. Like, if she can get along with the podcast that I'm on. It's like, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> that's uh, no. Exactly. That's right. I've always said that. I've always I made said that up. two become one, but that's just, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, it also applies. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she, she listened to the one episode, and then now uh, it's said by, by what you sounds, by the way you're saying that she's looking forward to hearing more. So. Yeah, yeah. She said she's going to listen to another episode. She's not sure if she's going to listen to everything. That's fine. There's a lot. And, well, like, the one she listened to was, Craig, you're an asshole. Yeah. But the reason I put that one out and called it that is because of the future episode where fucking Kim, codename Kim, was like, Craig's got the awesomest voice. And then we get the letter from Madison about how Craig's so great. Everyone loves Craig. So it's going to be like, everyone loves Craig and Craig, you're an asshole. Like, in two episodes. <laughs> Counterpoint. So maybe she'll listen to that one. I hope yeah, you didn't say I, anything too I long. mean, if this girl can't put up with you being on this show after you told us about her gaping vagina, like, how it's horrible <laughs> yeah. to fuck her, I mean, come on. He said it was like a cavern. It was like, it was like he, had to, he felt like he was spelunking. Yeah. yeah. That's what he said. He actually used the word I mean, spelunking. if you can put up with that, she can put up with a little offensive humor. He actually right. motioned putting on, like, a headlamp. Was, yeah, yeah. 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 Was, uh, he brought a canary and everything. Yeah. It was very, very strange. But yeah, point of clarification, he never did or said anything. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah. But yeah, if she gets it, and even I'm not saying she should listen to every episode, but if she listens to it and then goes well, back my, and my concern more, at this point is that if she were to listen to every episode, she would learn way more about me way faster than I'm ready to introduce things. <laughs> right. Well, that's the other thing too is like not even uh, like if anybody listened to this show trying to learn about me, they're not gonna get a well-rounded picture. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's the other exactly. Thing. At the same point, it's a good way to like. That's one thing I find cool about podcasting is, like, for example, like before I even met you, I diarrhea was, in a bucket. I would eat it; it's delicious. You're saying, you're saying, please continue. It's fun with our uh, fine program. Before even meeting you, I'd listened to a bunch of XO and uh, a few of the ham radios, and, and, and of course Keith and the Girl, and Keith and the Girl. So I kind of already knew you when we met, which was is is really fucking weird, actually, when you think about it. So it's close to. I felt like I knew you too because I stereotype, and I was like, "Oh, he's a fat guy. I know how that works." <laughs> yeah, he seems jolly. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time I, I met Keith, it was actually here when we had the Keith and me go meeting, and we were on the patio. Yeah, last yeah, summer. yeah, that's when I met Craig too. And uh, yeah, Keith, I mean, he came and sat, and he was like, "I don't know." Right away, the first thing he was like, "Oh, one time in Vancouver, I was bear sprayed," and I was like, "I know." <laughs> did I really did yeah. I just walk up? Why would I say yeah, that? I, Same story sure. when we first I met. I don't think you were like, "Hey, oh, you, you're new." I'm Keith McNally. I'm uh, internet famous, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that the same night, Craig? That you had like three chicks that they didn't stay long, but was that like when Melody that was, and them? Yeah. Came? Madison came with uh, yeah. other Keith, my roommate, who right. they were dating at the time, and then who also didn't bang in the washroom because he's gay. I think they did bang in the washroom. No, they went to the washroom, and we went. One of some of us went to go like watch them bang. Oh. And they well, maybe that's parties. why they didn't bang in the bathroom is because there was a bunch of nerds. Well, she, I don't know. Yeah, everyone seemed to be into it, <laughs> except for him. I was impressed though, with Craig. That Keep that some self-respect. That you had, that's why he's not on the show. Uh, you had women come, then show up, even if yeah, only and then, briefly. Uh, Melody came with her friend, who <laughs> is one of those like third wheel types. So they didn't stick around because Melody like didn't really want that person being around other cool people. She was like, "I gotta get this lame chick out of here." <laughs> what, nice. I don't remember. Was this lame person fat? No, she was hot. Oh, I was banged her then. What? Is, what's wrong with your friends? <laughs> you know, I'll give you her Facebook, and you can ask her. No, that's alright. So uh, underneath my my pizza note that apparently. It was not the I, you know what I'm not going to defend my notes anymore they are what they are <laughs> but, <laughs> your pizza note was essentially we ate a lot of pizza and I was full <laughs> so note number two was Mike's dream babies oh, oh yes I was telling this to Keith about uh, telling this to Keith about this about this, uh, 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 retard 
I'm, I'm really out of it today. Um, I know. This is like, I don't know. This couldn't get worse. Slow day at the office. Yeah. I was telling uh, this to keep the boat. How am I not getting this sentence right? <laughs> Take your time. Uh, I was telling this to keep the other day. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I thought I brought it up on the show, but I guess I didn't. Apparently... You brought up a dream about time-traveling ninja aids. Yeah. Um, I don't remember my dreams of when I do. They're pretty messed up. So I used to have this recurring dream, like, back when I was in university, that I was driving a car and I kept running over babies. Wow. Yeah. And I just... It was very, very graphic because I'd be, I could was running over their heads all the time. <laughs> and then... Uh. <laughs> And then I would, I could see, like, I don't know how they were lined up just perfectly so that, you know, both tires were always running over baby heads. But yeah, they, I could see their heads, like, cracking a little bit, and, like, pus coming could out. Could you feel, like, a bump? A bump. I don't know, I don't remember specifically, but yeah, I just remember being really, really horrifying, and then I'd wake Why up. Why did you keep driving over them? I don't know, I was trying not to hit them, but I kept hitting them. It was the worst. Step on the brakes. Well, I mean, I've had dreams like that, but I don't know, it'd be weird stuff, like, I'm running... And uh, I don't know, I was like trying to turn a corner and I'm sliding to go under the wheels of a car and I can't seem to stop. It seems like that kind of thing, except baby heads. Yeah. And then I remember like, and then, then the cops are coming after me and I'm like trying to drive away from the cops and I'm just, it was, this whole thing was horrible. And I wake up and I'm just so relieved that, oh good, I didn't murder like 70 children. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe we could set something like that up at the uh, the go-kart track. Just make a little just baby. Just a bunch of babies. Just, a bunch of cabbage well, patch dolls. Yeah, but you take know, off their heads and put balloons or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Fill them full yeah. of fake blood and just... just uh, that'd be a spectator That would be sport. satisfying. I, I hate to say it, but... You know, it would yeah. be. Just, being the only guy with a baby. <laughs> Everybody ready for note number three? Oh, mm-hmm. God, yeah. I had a dream. Oh, please. Yeah. Well, save was, me from my own notes. the yes. worst. Was it black people and white people? No, we were doing this podcast... We were doing this podcast and uh, this podcast or a podcast, a podcast. Oh, so we had a different one. Okay. No, this one, like final countdown. <laughs> and Keith was looking at the wall, the, uh, clock on the wall, and like motioning for me to say, "Bitch case, grab a slice." Wow, wow that never happens. You're the one who keeps track. Yeah. Uh, is this some kind of? As uh, you're trying to metaphorically tell us that this episode is supposed to be over, or was that an actual dream you had? Because that's terrible. I mean, you, that would be perfect point to cut off this episode. Yeah. So, what are we doing this for? Like seven minutes. <laughs> We we gotta go a little further. We gotta at least get through my notes. You know? Alright. My famous notes. Pitch cakes It's not gonna happen. You you can't make it happen. But the second episode's always better. Uh, actually last night I also had a vinyl countdown based dream, which was uh, the the dream wasn't really vinyl countdown based except I was in the mountains, kinda back where I live ish. And um it is. Yeah, he looks this guy who's singing. He looks just like the guy from Human Centipede. You think that too? Yeah, I was totally thinking that. Human Centipede. The dog. So is everyone together. Anyway, I'm sorry. He was not disturbing us at all. I mean, I had a dream that there were a bunch of German tourists in in sort of Banff area. And you they them all together. Well, no, they they <laughs> opened their their van and they were like, "Excuse me, can you tell me where the vinyl countdown show is?" And I was like, "I'm in that. <laughs> I'm going there right now." Yeah. And so that was part of my dream. Yeah. Wow. We've all I've had dreams. We've all had dreams of vinyl countdown. Or at least some of us have. You have too. Craig has too. Yeah. We all have. Yeah. The dream. dream. The horrible, horble. Just, no one dead. cared about him, but me. Yeah. I hey, my dream, I got eights. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's that's bad. yeah. So, I guess. Yeah. It's not a death sentence. Yeah, anymore. that's true. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> so my uh, note number three. 
how difficult do you think it would be, but how awesome would it be if you could trap a fart inside an arrow bar, inside those little bubbles in the arrow bar? Wasn't this the worst idea? You brought this up like Friday, and we're like, that's the worst idea. Don't bring that up on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently I wrote it down, and now I'm bringing it up. Okay, so so what's the idea? You crack it open, and it just smells like fart? I assume you'd have to, yeah. So I assume you'd have to work in the factory, right? And at the right point in in the production process, like... You fart into the airline that makes the bubbles? Yeah, there yeah. must be some, like, tube I guess that pumps, it, pumps air into it to make Yeah, it might be that easy. You could go one further, and, and you know the mint, the mint injection. Right. You could fart into that, so it would be like a mint fart. That creepy guy is right behind Joel. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh it's Brad. <laughs> see, if you can, see if you can save this. This is our worst episode. Oh no, shit! However, not. maybe you can help us with our science segment. Possibly. How difficult would it be? But how awesome would it be to trap farts inside an arrow bar, inside the bubbles of an arrow bar? So someone bites it and farts escape. And in Japan, it would be an actual flavor that they would go out of their way to buy. Yeah, they have like forty-three flavors of Kit Kat. So. That that actually did scare me a little because I thought it was that that weird guy, <laughs> and I'm like, I can feel I the presence. I'm like, oh god. I was hoping that Brad would take my cue and like touch you or something, but oh. he didn't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think of that. No. I'm so, to see you. Anyway, sorry. So that's too bad. So yeah, fart in an arrow bar, right? Arrow I'm not letting this go. Let's let's talk about this for an hour. I mean, we <laughs> have to figure out how an arrow bar actually, you know, gets the bubbles in it in the first place. Right. But right. it seems like it'd be pretty simple. And then you just like, substitute the gas. I mean, you'd fill yeah. up the whole building with fart and everyone would uh, walk in with, like, oxygen masks. Well, what if it's just, like, yeah, the machine, you just unplug it real quick, stick it in your ass, fart, put it back in. Now, here's a question. Then you're going to make, like, one... Uh, you might be farty arrow bar out of like millions that are going to come out of that machine. Right, but I only want one. How many do you need? Why do you want millions? <laughs> well, no, but well, what I'm saying is, how well, are you going to find the right one? All right, well, I assume I'd work there long enough. I'd know. I'd find a way. Like, I'd be able to count them. Okay, something. how airtight do you think an arrow bar is? Because that's the thing. Is like you're assuming that it wouldn't just leak out over over. It's going to get it fresh, right? Right. Yeah. I don't so know. Does chocolate, yeah, does is chocolate porous? contain I things? I don't know. I don't it know. is porous. It is porous, right? So it, yeah. the gas would escape. It was like coating a wax that's around, you know, uh, uh, on top of every chocolate bar, though. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you guys are ruining my dreams. I don't like this at all. I shouldn't have brought You this brought up. science into it. I should have kept it to myself. I don't know. Yeah, really science. Who needs that? But it made me think of an old story that I heard about Mike Patton when he was in Faith No More, and they were traveling around a lot. He would involve farting in an arrow bar. <laughs> sort of. He he would take uh, what is that stuff called that you use? That machine that makes your hair dry? A hair dryer? Sure. <laughs> you would take the hair dryer at a hotel. I don't know. Wait, it's called a, blow a dryer. Uh, no dry dry. Uh, dry, dry nader. Oh, a dry nader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that machine called that, that washes your dishes? A dish, a dish, automatic. Yeah. So he would take poop and he would push it into the grill of the uh, the hair dryer and then clean it all off so you couldn't see it anymore and just leave it so it would dry in there and then the next person to have that hotel room and to use the hair dryer would get a face full of shit smell. Oh. He sounds like an asshole. Yeah, Mike Patton was awesome back in the day. There's this concert from like somewhere Italy or something in '92 where uh, somebody, there people were throwing shit at the band because they were opening for Guns and Roses or something, you know, so everyone hated them. And uh, somebody threw a bottle of piss, so he poured it on his own head. He was like, take that, fuckers, how do you like it? You're going to do worse than that? And they could not. He beat the whole crowd. Wow. By Thanks. wearing their piss. Yeah. There's oh, what a, a winner. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> there's another awesome video of him in, like, Portugal or somewhere in, like, 95, where uh, people are spitting on him, so he just, like, opens his mouth right in front of the oh stage. Oh, my He's God. Like, do it. <laughs> the guy rules. 
This guy is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good singer, too. Okay, ready for note number four? Oh, yeah, God, yes. We're up to note number four. Yeah. yeah Each one that. better than the one before. Vincent Christ is a real guy. Yeah. 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 Vincent Keese is his actual name. Yeah, Vincent yeah. Keese. We thought he was just, you know, being Fucking with us. Bible yeah. countdown -y. Isn't it like, yeah, so that was his, where, did he say where he's from? That yeah. weird name? Eastland, I don't care. I can't remember anymore. Uh, yeah, I but he was shocked because he, he is a fan of our show. He, it's like, like his parents bore him to be our greatest fan. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. Maybe he should be the new mascot. Yeah. Yeah, because he is the living embodiment of uh, Vincent Christ, right? Uh, well, I don't know, that's his name. <laughs> oh, here comes a friend again. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Okay, no wonder he thought he was me. Singing you back. <laughs> or rather, I was him. Yeah. Okay, I only got two notes left. This isn't gonna. This is gonna be the worst episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is. All right, let's go. Okay, well, one of them. Then I'm gonna. I'm gonna blame Picard for this next one. What? Your friend who peed while rolling down a hill. He warned me ahead of time. Uh, He's like, this story's not even that good. But fuck it, tell the story. My friend Kenny Desjardins from Fort Francis, Ontario, <laughs> who is now trying to be a priest. Uh, <laughs> we were in Boy Scouts and we were at winter camping. And uh, in winter camping, you uh, snowshoe out to a deserted island and you build lean-tos and all that sort of shit. So when you're winter camping, you're supposed to sleep in your underwear or nude in your sleeping bag so the warm air circulates so it's not trapped against certain areas of your bodies. Interesting. See, we're learning stuff. This is the most science-y episode since our last science episode. So he gets up to go pee and he's in his underwear. How cold is that, it? It's the winter. It's very cold. <laughs> okay. He gets up to go pee. Somehow he manages to... While he's peeing, like to trip or fall down or something, and he rolls down a hill while he's still peeing. Uh, and then the next morning, we like see piss like in tree branches and stuff. It's like, what the fuck happened down here? And he's like, oh, yellow icicles on shit. Yeah, it's like, that's wow. Like, I like that. Must have been cold. Yeah. I'm kidding. Then I assume it was dark. Maybe a scary oh, yeah. time. You're rolling down a hill, you're naked, you're peeing, peeing on yourself and everything else. Yeah. I love it. I wonder if that's got anything to do with why he wants to be a priest now. He's just so scarred that he's nope. like, I need to make the world a better place. He wants to be a priest because he's scared of sex. Mm. That's yeah. horrible. If I were scared of sex, I would want to be a priest, too. Yeah. I, ever since, like, grade, like, seven, he was he saying how he's scared of sex. He doesn't want to get AIDS or something. Like, I think he's afraid of getting, like, a VD or AIDS or he something. He just, like, took those health class talks a little Wait, too seriously. Well, we went to a Catholic school, too, so. Uh, do you think he's, So not uh, only is he getting AIDS, he's going to hell. Yeah. Oh, would you say that he's, uh, get a VD a from little boys homosexualist uh, or no. an enthusiast? No, he, uh, he had he was dating some girl, but he didn't sleep. She was taking advantage of him, is what the case was. Oh, okay. She has kids, and he was like dating her and like when he was in helping grade support seven? her. No, in, when he was in college. <laughs> okay. Get real. <laughs> this is a serious podcast. I'm sorry. Sorry, this is the science show, obviously. Yeah. So I mean, he's not gay, so but. But he's yeah, like he's heavily asexual. He's not. I don't think he's asexual. Like I had to teach him what masturbation was. That's another, it almost that's, sounds asexual. Yeah, he grabbed him by the hand and just no. helped him do it. Dutch no, Roger? no. He thought whacking off was actually like whacking, hitting your dick like you were slapping it around. Right. Did he get off? Uh, no, he didn't. Like he was like, why, why do people do this? And I'm like, that's not what you do, Kenny. That's not what you do. Wow. And that one, like, he learned that at another uh, summer camping <laughs> in Scouts. Everyone learns everything they need to know. Everything I learned, and what is that? Everything I needed to know I learned I'm sorry, in, in camp. 
Always be prepared. Naked at camp. Yeah. That could be your, your book. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he's not asexual. He's just, I guess, deathly afraid of sex. Hmm. Whether it be going to hell or... I mean, he's also a larger man. So uh, he doesn't have a lot of options. Like how many Joel's? Right. Like half a Joel? That's true, yeah. Probably two Joel's. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah, two Joel's maybe. Thank God I have the skinny ones now. Jabba Jackson, I call him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did I? I feel like I must have told this story. Did I ever tell the story about my dad trying to show me how to masturbate? No, because I feel it. like that would tie in very well, right, with my dad trying to help me in Dream World. Well, this Time happened for real once, where when I was very, very young, I didn't know how to jerk off properly. I would just rub myself against stuff, you know, like lay down. I got a hype uh, the, man. The, the bumps. Yeah, I would do the bumping. So I remember my dad trying to tell me. I guess it wasn't really showing. I don't think there was any penises out. But just trying to explain to me how to masturbate. But it just didn't work. You know? But I remember reporting back. I was like, I I tried it. This doesn't work. But I couldn't get erections yet or anything. That's not something you should... I would feel the need that you teach yourself. Well, it's because I was... Well, it was because I was getting embarrassing how I kept bumping everywhere. (laughs) So it was like... I'm sure my mom was like, will you tell this kid, like... How to do something with his dick? Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, I don't stop for nobody. <laughs> just like, yeah, we just get this this guy just wandering around near us and throwing out random comments. It's great. <sighs> My abs hurt a little. I just got a little bit of an ab workout from that. Oh. I laugh. <laughs> wow. That's what mostly uh, I was laughing at Picard because he was cracking up so much. <laughs> I always uh, I was laughing at you guys because you were cracking up so much. Well, he was cracking me up, and then the both of us yeah, combined. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I always meant to uh, to shout it out, but the uh, the podcast uh, tell him Steve Dave how I throw in the little quips at the start, just funny things that we said. I stole that from them. They do that during their theme song. They throw in shit. It's uh, Kevin Smith's friends. They do a sideshow, and it's it's really good. I really like it a lot. Anyway, they were recently talking about their one-year anniversary and uh, what is the best thing about their show. And basically, it's just that an excuse to get together and fucking laugh about shit. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's good that's about our show, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's what they started Smodcast around, right? Because they didn't get together enough, so they decided to get together and record something every once in a while so they could meet up regularly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... I don't know. It's, a, it's nice. It's nice what we do, what we do. I mean, they don't theoretically, have, like, they don't theoretically, have, we yeah. say funny things and enjoy ourselves, but not every day. <laughs> not yeah, today. They don't have yeah. uh, weirdos walking around in the background. Very interesting. Oh my God. I, dad teaching them how to jerk off. Yeah. I'm becoming more and more convinced that, that guy is actually looking for candidates for his human centipede. Yeah, he looks like it. Yeah, yeah. I take that picture uh, for my human centipede. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that one too. Well, both of them, I would imagine. Yeah, but time. I would need at least I, three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of our waitresses is. Um, Oh, yeah. Quite, yeah, yeah, quite something. So I got one last note, and then I'll go grab a picture. But let's get through this, and then then, then we're uh, fucking... How long have we been going? <laughs> ten minutes. Okay. Oh, so we were at Tequila Sunrise on um, uh, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. There was this chick there who was like this, this little teeny lesbian girl who really looked like a 12-year-old boy. Looked exactly like a 12-year-old uh, boy. And it was just weird, because... It was it was kind of interesting because you wanted to fuck her. Uh, well, she she acted like a twelve year old boy as well. It was he like, wanted to fuck her even more. <laughs> <laughs> this is very confusing. It's, it was it was interesting to watch her because That's it's like <laughs> if if somehow a little twelve year old boy talked his way into a bar somehow with fake ID or something, <laughs> th- he would act the same way because she being a lesbian was also just like totally like checking out all the curvy chicks and sort of awkwardly trying to talk to them and perving it up. I don't know, was, I felt such a kinship to this particular lesbian chick because she was exactly, in all ways, like a 12-year-old boy. You should have got her phone number. 
<laughs> this no, is the worst, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so the Large Hadron Collider. Well, if you did uh, want to send a text message into the past, um, would you create a parallel universe? And thoughts, gentlemen? I think, um, yes. I think so. so should, we, should we give the audience a background? <laughs> I'll be right back. Well, it's, it's, wasn't it's, there that experiment where they were like trying to send a message? That's like, right. From the, and they, were, they had set up something so that if, in the future they were able to send something back in time, that they There's, would be able to receive it. Well, they're still working right. on it. There's, it's, so far, they, they're working on sending a particle back. Yeah, and they have something set up to receive it, but That's they're right. trying to send something back. But then why wouldn't, if right. it's set up already, then Didn't wouldn't they, they just already, receive it as soon as it's set up? Well, yeah, well, that's the idea. Yeah. I guess, well, they, they had those experiments where, like, you know, they were recording things that happened before the experiment. They, they sit, turned the recorder on, and then before they ran the experiment, something blipped, and then they ran it. I don't know. Yeah, so, and so we, like, maybe from that they're trying to construct this, I guess. So yeah. if they haven't received the particle yet, then we can safely assume that it would create a parallel universe. That's what I would assume, if it works. If it works, maybe it just doesn't work. Yeah, or maybe it, it either doesn't work or it creates a parallel universe. Uh, because we would, if it does work, we would have got it. Well, yeah, yeah, we if I were a time traveler, I would totally go back in time and make fun of everybody who is trying to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Proving yeah. that I will never be a time traveler. Also true. Would you actually do that? I would. I. I wouldn't waste my time. No. It would depend on how much infinite time travel I had. Yeah, like. I would spend a lot of time jerking myself off in the past, though. So, like, if I could fit in time for anything else. Is that a time travel machine? Holy balls, so... Alt for notes. Is it for your podcast? This guy. He's on your board. Okay. We went to get a beer. Does that, does that belong to someone else? Whose hand is it in? Exactly. Okay. No, you said this guy's not here. We, we thought maybe. Ooh, actually, it's, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. This happened before. I had a song recorded, a beautiful song. I want to play for somebody. Erased. You have to press that button. No, no. I already did. But to erase it, you have to press this button. You have to press yes. Then you have to press enter. But erase by itself, just like this did. See? It won't play. If you remember the song, I could sing it for you. <laughs> it's, it's not singer. a song. Dave the guy's talking and talking. Pick him up. Oh, okay. okay, I'll pick him up. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's just as well. But for some weird... Do you think it would be known to us human beings? Do you think it was ghosts? Exactly. <laughs> or time travelers. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, you're time traveling. No, it's the... Don't even go there. There's nothing to do with time travel. Okay, no, it's a, guys, I will not. No, no, we, I will not. No, we have, we have. We've been there and come back. This is totally, absolutely, positively. Looking for the right word. Yeah, take a time. Descriptive word to put the. Oh, it's good. It's not of this world. Okay. So, like aliens? No. The aliens are in this world. Like another dimension kind dimension, of thing? Like dimension. Absolutely. Like the fifth dimension of the group. The fifth This dimension. is the tenth dimension. They're my fifth. Oh my god, that's but so this, many dimensions. This is so freaking weird. Yeah, that's weird. Here's off. Exactly. Hey, how about you tell and us? The recording what you... Message, I played it five times. It comes up. That's now. fascinating. Can you tell us about what you think is the tenth dimension? What is that like to you? Oh my god, do you want to go there? I do want to do, yeah. You know what happens? You're walking down the street, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're spinning around, and you can't keep your feet on the ground. Is that what I've had? That's happened to me. Was I in the tenth dimension? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but listen, you're fighting it. You're fighting it, and I'm still standing here because I fought it and I won. 
I fought the line, the long one, old ancient song. But the point is, I fought it. You're not getting me. You're not getting me. I am on terra firma. You're not getting me. I got, no, I got you. Yeah, but that's the 10th dimension. That is, and okay. HP, Hewlett Packard, has that technology. They do, to take you to the 10th dimension. Is that, is that why their printers never have ink? <laughs> exactly. And that's why, that's why the printer costs less than the ink. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. I have an HP laser. Is that a taser? Get out of here. It is. You're going to taser me. Hang on. I guess I'm better than that. Hey. Hey, bro. Here we go. Hang on. Oh, yeah, how about I'm okay. not into that. <laughs> Neither am I. The person they go on don't get out of them. Now, seriously though, this happened. This is not my imagination. This is not make believe. No, no, we don't think. Was, it in is. fact, it was on Bond Street. That's not far from here. This is up the street. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened. I was spun right out, and it was physical, not mental. Literally spun around physically, and I fought it. And the same day, within an hour, I walked up Church Street. I was in a restaurant for two hours, north of, uh, this was 2001. I'll never forget it, and I don't. Is that real? What day? It's not a dream. September 11th? Days on that, it was after 9-11. It doesn't matter, it doesn't do with 9-11. HP, they had that technology, it was on TV. Now, what happened was, physically, it was like aliens, like... What do you call that? Weightlessness? Like anti-gravity. But worse than that, I was spun around. Oh. Like physically. Like they reverse the polarity, kind of. I don't know what it is. I have no answer for it. There's one of these things I think you know a little hey, bit hey, too hey, much hey. about the 10th dimension, no, this guy no, right let here. Let me explain something. Like, believe it or not, by, leave it to believe it for everybody else. Leave it to believe it or not by Ripley. But that happened to me. And I was spun around, and I, it's physical, and I feel it, and I'm fighting it. And it was just like... You're spinning around in a circle like a cycle, and you're fighting it, and you're being pulled up. You can feel that pull, and I'm fighting it. And I was, I think I bounced off the wall, and, it's, and all of a sudden it stopped. And two hours later, I was up on Church Street, several blocks north, in a restaurant for two hours. I go aside, and less effect, but the same thing. But less effect. And there was a car on the other side of the street. And you know what? A driver and a passenger. They saw me and they took off like a battle of the hell. They saw it. It's a very vivid memory. It's not a dream. No, no. It's real. It sounds. I'm just telling you. Now, whether that's happened to anybody else, believe it or not, by Ripley. I stand for no causes, no faith, no. What are all those things? Isms? Exactly. You don't cross the line. But you, we, but you we, are. We have a system. But you. And it works. If you let it. But you are against the tenth dimensional, right? That's bullshit. You, you just spend like twenty minutes telling us about the tenth dimension. Is it bullshit now? He, I don't think he's taking I, the tenth dimension seriously. Do you get neither, that neither do I. Neither do I. I. Don't worry. I, I, got, I, I, I got you. Believe it or not, by Ripley. A personal experience I had, nobody would believe it anyway. So put it down. I believe it. Trust me, it happened, okay? You want to believe it? I know, I I'm glad. Okay, good, good. Yeah. But nobody else will. Okay? So believe it or not by Ripley. That's where all those things go. Exactly. Leave it that way. All I'm saying is, you know, as far probably as, think that it, was, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's not important. What is important 
It's that next generation coming up, these little ones and their parents that are trying to bring them up. That's what matters to me. I don't know about anybody else. But you want to know about me? Personally? Yeah, do, do. Personally, right in here, not up here, in here. What's coming up? A guy in California, Anthony Thorson, actor, eight years old, singer. He's got a song on my station. In fact, he asked me to put him on the station. The guy says, he has parents. Asked me to put him on the station. He said, okay, Anthony, I accept you, blah, blah, blah. And I respond to his song. It's titled, Dear God. And the lyrics go something like this. I can't sing. He's eight years old. But a voice. Oh, yeah. Talent. He's an actor. Very young. Will I have a world to grow up in? Is one of the lyrics in the song. Concerning what's happening with ecology, etc., politics, and whatever, school, whatever. Will I have a world to grow up in? I responded back to him on a song title. I didn't mention the song. I said, Anthony, God made people like me to make, to ensure you do have a world to grow up in. That's where I stand. There's a table of professionals sitting here just before you came in. We had a similar discussion. We were making light of a very sensitive subject of mine, missing persons. I have a poster on my wall with a four-year-old, two years missing in February, the 6th of February. The most beautiful child you've ever seen at four, photographed from the FBI, still missing. And I'm thinking, when I read in the paper what they do in the first two months to little kids like that. That's horrible. It really is. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Anyway, thanks. We got to get going. We're on our way out, but it was nice meeting you. I'm the last person that perp wants to meet, believe me. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Never mind the detectives, never mind the court. I'll interrogate him. I'm a small guy, but I'll guarantee you one thing. I'm the meanest bastard you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah, I'd, I'd be right in there and like, yeah. just can't grab a slice. Yeah, I'd really get him like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See? Exactly. No, not Down with a you. flight of concrete stairs. No court. Not waste the taxpayers' money. You piece of shit. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. At my neighborhood, my street, my neighborhood, are all little ones. And I've got a friend in the States, Tom Lang, a truck driver, sing, singing trucker. Little bitty boys, little bitty girls. And my best one, David Allen Coe. Sounds like justice to me, title of his song. This man was found with his hands on a neighbor's child. There's another one too called Country Justice. It's even harder. But this one's good. He cried before the judge. I never did it before. So he sent him away for a while. The warden went down to his cell. Found somebody sent him straight to hell. Begging on his knees. Sounds like justice to me. No, absolutely. When a course don't work, we do. Yep. We don't cross the line. No. No, no, no. No. Because that makes us the same as them. Yep. Goddamn right. You never cross the line. Yep. When a course don't work, what do you do? You don't cross the lines. No. I just said you don't cross the line. You're not even never. listening. It's like you're not even listening. You I'm never sorry, cross that I line. Apologize. But the point is, 
I resolved one thing. When they plead criminally insane, and they truly are, there is a death penalty. Yes, there is. Our laws are ordained by God. Do you understand that? Sure. Our court system, our laws, our civil criminal laws are ordained by God. Right or wrong, they're ordained. Because the majority approved them, and they've been long established right from the Roman law, which is on my finger as a Roman ring. Now, the Roman law is very old, and our court system is identical, including the Senate. Senators? Yeah. Okay, hear me out. You're just seething, buddy. You have no idea what I go through. Well, I have to read every day by choice. It's my life commitment. I wake up with it. When I first wake up, when my eyes open, think about it, when my eyes open, my first thought, till the time I go to bed. I'm here trying to escape, have a quiet time, and it don't happen. Now, when these guys plead insanity, or even an excuse, an alibi, they had a hard life, but when it's determined, they don't have no remorse. That's criminally insane. Absolutely. Okay, now, as far as I'm concerned, it's still murder. Yeah. And worse is a child. Now, hear me out. Worse, I'm a father myself, worse, I hear you. Thank you. I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for being a parent. Now, listen. I will sentence them to death, but execute them when they fully comprehend and are remorseful and crying for their victim. For the victim, not themselves. And if they never get there? shut up. You said enough already. I don't want to be rude, but yeah, shut don't, up. Please, don't be rude. Don't be rude. No. You've interrupted our no. conversation. No, no. This man's listening to me. I'm talking to him. I'm trying to have a conversation. I'm. I just. I'm I finishing. Just I'm leaving. Oh, don't. Okay. Let me finish. And you can count upon all you want when I'm gone. Now, when he's sentenced to death, he will be executed when he fully comprehends and is remorseful and he understands and feels for his victim then you execute him not before okay. you know why? why? before for nothing alright do you understand that? no I got it that's good you understand that? thank you for your Be good because before I will train him and teach him personally to understand and comprehend what compassion and feeling and love is all about. Okay. So he understands, and then you execute him when he understands, not before. Okay. You understand what that means? Yeah, I understand. What you you understand it before you execute him before that. You're wasting your time. Okay. If it takes 20 years, so be it. But when he goes, he'll know why. He'll cry for his victim, but you're still facing a death penalty, asshole. Yeah. No, you're right. You're Goddamn right. right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. It was nice meeting you. I Have a good day. To be offensive, but I had to say that. Yeah. No, you got. You, you got I'm it. I'm a parent. That's fine. Yeah. You got it. My child was missing. Really? I'm sorry. At four and a half. No, I understand. Believe me. 
I see, the, I see the people justice. die in front of my eyes, so don't talk to me and, and, and shoot your mouth off when you know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I'm not trying to be rude. He didn't mean, he didn't mean respect, I wasn't trying to shoot my mouth off. I was just trying to make counterpoints. I don't want to disturb anybody else in here. I interrupted your table. I'm sorry. But it's okay. We had a good time. Turn your voice cam off because I will smash it. Okay. It's off. It's Bitch case, grab a slice. Sometimes I try to do things and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. And like, I try hard to do it and I like take my time but it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on real hard but it just doesn't work out. And everything I do and everything I try, it never turns out. It's like I need time to figure these things out. There's always someone there going, hey Mike, you know, we've been noticing you've been having a lot of problems lately, you know? You maybe get away. And like, maybe you should talk about it, you'll feel a lot better. And I go, no, it's okay, you know? I'll figure it out. Just leave me alone, I'll figure it out, you know? I'm just working on it myself. And they go, well, you, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'll be here, you know? And you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it. So why don't you talk about it? I go, no, I don't want to, I'm okay. I'll figure it out myself. And they just keep bugging me. They just keep bugging me, they spill them inside. It's got me, it's just life, so come and pray with one night. You will laugh, and say, I'm afraid what's going to steal away. I'm not drinking, here's the design. You're the one who's craving, here's the design. You're driving me crazy, here's the design. They take me in and introduce you, said it was the only solution to give me the professor to take you from the enemy myself. Okay, it was nice meeting you. Anyway. Alright. Go. Uh, tin. Tin mustard. Uh, I'm not a colonel yet, but maybe one day. No, it's nice bar. Yeah. I would sell them to you. Can I get a rum and coke? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I think we're okay. You're talking like that. Yeah. Okay. What is that? It's don't worry about it. It's a toy. No, no. When you're talking about the 10th dimension. That's what that's about. You know what my computer does? My laptop has Bluetooth? Like, I got Bluetooth. I'm not going to show you. It's ugly. You should probably get that checked out. Why? They're not supposed to be blue, as far as I know. Why, because it's not pretty? No, because that's probably like, like decay or cavity or something. Yeah. Is that bad? Could be. Yeah, that's what the doctor said. It hurt. Uh, well, it's probably dead then. I wouldn't worry about that. There you go. Thank you. I think I need to know after this conversation. Yeah, you guys have been chatting for a while now, right? Yeah. He was just he was just probably going back to his, no, no, his table. Don't make that. No, I wouldn't. Don't we make her even feel like that. Yeah. Oh, I missed Don Cherry, no way. Talking to you Miss Don Cherry. I was in my room and I was just like staring at the wall thinking about everything. Then again I was thinking about nothing. And then my mom came in and I didn't even know she was there. She called my name and I didn't hear her. Then she started screaming, Mike, Mike! And I go, what? What's the matter? She goes, what's the matter with you? I go, there's nothing wrong, mom. Don't, don't tell me that, you're on drugs. I go, no, mom, I'm not on drugs. I'm okay, I'm just thinking, you know. Why don't you give me a Pepsi? She goes, no, you're on drugs. I go, mom, I'm okay, I'm just thinking. She goes, no, you're not thinking, you're on drugs. No, no, people don't act that way. I go, mom, just give me a Pepsi, please. All I want is a Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me, just a Pepsi. Can you like, it with my knees? Crazy. Here's the 
I think you've talked enough to these people. <laughs> I think I've talked to the people. Who's Tim? I'm Tim. Tim Mustard. You're Tim. Well, Colonel Mustard's a and this gentleman, well, give my apologies to him. To us? I didn't get you. Yeah, Jeff. Exactly. Yeah. Jeff is my friend. I'm trying to reach him all night and he's not answering your phone because he, well, he knows me. He's well. probably a jerk. He knows me. No, he's a four year tech graduate from UT and computer uh, engineering. And I know one thing, yes, he's jealous. I went to college. He went to university. He's mad. His girlfriend told him not to told him she ever met me don't don't see him anymore why would she do that because he said to her something maybe he, maybe she doesn't want your friend to get caught in the 10th dimension as well mm-hmm. it's very likely not me I'm staying the fuck away from that dimension you're <laughs> caught in that 10th dimension and it's real it's not some make believe thing like you know hyperspace Hyperspace is real. Like that man. Where'd you go? He's over there. Okay. I'm going over here. I'll leave you guys alone so you can sit back down, carry on your conversation. Yeah, so, yeah. That's good meeting you. I hope you get a hold of Jeff. Keith. Hey, nice to meet you. Apologize. <laughs> no problem. So, bitch cakes, grab a slice? Good enough. So we got something after all? I mean, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was like threatening to fight like Craig at one point and stuff. It's like. What for? Because Craig was interrupting him talk. <laughs> oh. That's a, that's a episode. Grab his lice. You don't have to cut a lot of that, but. Uh, keep the good parts where he talks I figured there must be something going on, but yeah. There, you don't be able to sift through. You'll hear me and Craig trying to not laugh. <laughs> yeah, when I looked over to Craig, you were just like, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was pain or trying not to laugh or what that was. It was a lot of trying not to laugh, but it was also terror. <laughs> terror. <laughs> Mostly terror. <laughs> I was sitting in my room. My mom and my dad came in. They pulled up a chair and they sat down. They go, Mike, we need to talk to you. And I go, okay, what's the matter? They go, me and your mom, we've noticed lately you've been having a lot of problems. And you've been going off for no reason. And we're afraid you're going to hurt somebody. And we're afraid you're going to hurt yourself. So we decided that it would be in your best interest if we put you somewhere where you can get the help that you need. And I go, wait, what are you talking about? We decided my best interest? How do you know what my best interest is? How can you say what my best interest is? What are you trying to say? I'm crazy. When I went to your school, I went to your churches, I went to your institutional learning facilities. So how can you say I'm crazy? Say you're gonna pick my brain, leave your stuff, you're never paid. By the time they pick my head, better leave me, I'll be dead. I'm not crazy. Final countdown.ca